Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. It scores! His first game back in the NHL this year. Beats Nadalkovich 5-hole. And Walker has put the Blues on top by a score of 1-0. Walker into the circle. Shot score! Walker has two. It over to Scandella to Krug. Slap shot. They score! They score! And Walker deflects the puck in. He comes up from Springfield. And if you've got a hat, chuck it at your radio. Nathan Walker with his first ever hat trick in the National Hockey League. What a night last night from Enterprise Center as the Blues take down the Detroit Red Wings 6-2. Nathan Walker with the hat trick. Welcome everyone into BK and Ferrario here. Alex Ferrario along with the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. We are here at Centene Community Ice Center in our E&B Granite Studios. And we are going to start things off right away with the president of Hockey Operations, Doug Armstrong, kindly enough to join us here in our studios. Doug, thank you so much for stopping by and uh, congratulations. Another big victory for the team last night. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, certainly excited to uh, for the guys last night uh, playing a little bit shorthanded. It was great to see them pull that victory out. It was great to see some of the guys that uh, weren't here at the start of the year having a really good effect on our team. What has it been like for you as a manager the last two weeks trying to manage and just get a hold of the injuries, the COVID situations, the cap, the call-ups, and then also the nuances of the rules around emergency call-ups i was actually thinking about that last night driving home i i'm i know for a fact i'm handling this a lot better now than i would have 10 or 15 years ago can't get enough cards talk you've come to the right place back to more of the danny mac show with bk on 101 espn Uh, i think you just learn over time just to roll with it and and try and stay active so we we planned for what would have happened today if we had injuries last night who was going to come how we're going to get them here what you know so we're, a little pre-planning is going into it now and you just understand that you you can't control things uh when when Cairo left the ice last night I said okay well now it looks like we're going to have to play <laughs> short again next game because our guy's going to come up for this guy and uh but you, you just roll with it and uh uh honestly it's a lot easier to roll with when you're winning <laughs> can you Explain to the fans, to the best of your ability here, and I know it's it's complicated, but just some of the reasoning behind the, the rules where you would have to play shorthanded for one game to get yourself into that zone of being able to call a guy up and 
help with the cap situation? I, I, I assume that when they did the CBA, they, they thought that they wanted to have a little bit of punishment, and so teams weren't playing, playing gotcha. cute with the cap. Uh, and obviously the punishment is missing someone for a game. Uh, I think that with with the flat cap, with the pandemic, with things like that, I, I think teams are looking to survive, not to play cute with the cap. And uh, but you know when you do a CBA, I think you you probably plan for everything except a pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so you, you know we we just have to to play with the rules that are there. I, you know I, I was a little bit surprised that when you play short and you get an injury you have to play short again. So basically you have to play short every night until you go through a game without an injury, which didn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Right. It, I, I assumed when they did the CBA, it made sense to the union and the league at that time. But now as, as you play things out in a situation like this, uh, it's, it, you know, it, it has bigger ramifications, but it is what it is. Uh, uh, I tried to, uh, you know, you, you you get frustrated, then you realize the frustration is only hurting yourself. Uh, I was losing sleep, not anybody else at the league, so I decided to just to roll with it. <laughs> Doug, I got to be honest. I got home last night from the game, and, and the movie The Hangover was on. And the scene where Zach Galifianakis is trying to count cards at the table, and all of these dollar signs and numbers are flying through his head, I feel like that's what you and Ryan Miller are every single day trying to figure out how to figure out this cap scenario with all of these back and forths. Yeah, it is. And, and uh, again, there's just the nuances of when you have players in LTI, how the bonuses uh, go into effect and how you can't go over a certain amount of money of their bonuses. And if it's not, you can have unlimited bonuses on your system when no one's in LTI. Uh, and, and those are things that you just sort of, I got to say, when it doesn't affect you, you, you know sort of the 30,000 foot, how the CBA works. But when it starts to affect you, you learn how, <laughs> how the nuances work. And, and uh, I would say that I'm as close to being a CBA expert this year than I've ever, than I've ever been before. Where, where in your mind now are we or what kind of updates can you give us on that injury slash COVID front in terms of how close we are with some players? Uh, well, Bozak's 10 days is up tomorrow. Uh, but also then you have to, you know, there's there's being out of COVID, and there's also being ready to play hockey, right. and those those are different things that, that for different people. Um, you know, he's he's dealing with things like his family, like he's got he's got to get up to speed. So we don't want to put somebody in and then have them get hurt. Uh, so we got to make sure that they're ready to play. But uh, I think Bennington and Falk come off next Monday. Uh, obviously, a goaltender might take a little longer than than a skater just because of. We we saw what happened to right. Billy there with a groin injury or something like that the movement's much different, uh, so we 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 want to get these guys back as quick as possible, but we don't want to get them back for a day and then lose them for weeks. So it's it's the the catch twenty two on what's the best way to proceed. But we want to likely go with caution, uh, and you know each win allows you to be a little more cautious. Not that you would ever put players in a position to get injured, but you can take that extra layer of precaution when the guys do what they're doing right now is ripping off points against really good teams. How do you assess then as we look at the team from that, that bigger point of view, the five and O start and still getting up today now, 26 games in chasing Minnesota a, a little bit and Colorado, you know, hasn't played a full schedule like all these other teams have had, but just the general position of where your team is as we approach the 30-game mark. Well, I, I would say that Colorado is, is in my 
my opinion, still the team to beat in our division. Uh, they got off to some injuries right at the start, as we know. We caught them at the right time at the start of the year with, with McKinnon out and uh, Taves out and different guys. They're getting back and they're starting to roll. Uh, they were predicted to be the number one team in the NHL for a reason, and they're starting to live up to that billing. I, I got to say, uh, uh, Minnesota I thought was going to be good. I didn't think they would have this, the ability to push push out to this big of a lead this early. Um uh, so there's someone we got to put in our crosshairs, and we got to we got to find a way to catch them. Uh, so I, I, I'm impressed with our division. I think uh, Chicago got off to a very difficult start. They're playing more competitive hockey now. Uh, Nashville's a team that people didn't expect a lot from, uh, but when you have a proud and and they're they're not a young team either. They have experienced right. players, and they're you know when you have experience and you have pride. Uh, you seem to to be able to rise up, and I think that's what Nashville is doing now. So uh, I'm excited about where we're at. Our 5-0 and start gave us a little bit of a cushion to go through some tougher times. Um, actually, I read a, a, a tweet from you the other day about the number of times we've led into the third period. That and, one blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, glass half full, we are leading into the third period. The yeah. glass half empty, I'll, I'll let you talk about <laughs> when I'm gone. <laughs> that was going to be my follow-up. I'll change that next question then, Doug. <laughs> But you know, so we're we're playing good hockey for a, for a lot of a lot of games now. Uh, I think some of the things that uh, that caught my attention earlier in the year was even against Colorado in Game One, we were we weren't able to close games out. Uh, I think it went what did that game go four one or five? Yeah. Anyway, it got close, and it shouldn't have got close. And we've we've allowed third period goals that didn't hurt us until they hurt you. And and I think even last night I was a little bit disappointed that the games in, in play and Robbie Fabry gets a breakaway. Like we we have to find a way to eliminate those things. Uh, uh, you you want to score the proper way at that time of the game. You don't want to give anything up easy. Uh, then all of a sudden you're you're one bad call away from a power play, and then you shoot it over the glass and it's a five on three. They score two goals. Like that's how managers think. You know what's right. bad's going to happen. <laughs> and so you you just, we just got to continue to find a way to get tighter in third periods. Where do you see a hole that you would like to fill in a little bit or, or that you would like to see an area of the team improvement on the ice? Well, I would say it's, it's closing out games. It's playing, get, getting extremely comfortable, being uncomfortable in one-goal games, up, down, tied in the third period. I still think we, we, we seem to have too many self-inflicted wounds, uh, turn the puck over at the offensive, defensive blue line too often in critical times. Uh, I'm also understanding of the fact that when you want to play a more up-tempo game, when you want to allow your skill to, to show itself, skill comes with risk, you know, and you have to turn a blind eye every once in a while. Uh, but it's the critical times of the games where you have to, we have to have a better understanding that it's not worth the risk, even if it works out. You know, the, the, the penalty is too severe of giving up a goal or doing something like that. So it's just getting comfortable with a new style of play, but also understanding that when you get into the primary or the, the difficult times of the year, which will be right after the Olympics through and then into the playoffs, hopefully, good teams make you pay for mistakes. And uh, if, if, we don't, if we can clean that up now, we won't make them against, uh, against the, the teams as the games mean more. 
We got a couple more minutes with Doug Armstrong, president of Hockey Operations, who's with us here on BK and Ferrario. Chris Kerber, Alex Ferrario. Uh, Doug, you spoke last off season about how the team needed to decide what identity they wanted to go with because they were kind of in the in the in the mix last year. Uh, do you see the identity shifting a little bit for this team of using that speed and skill with players like Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, Scott Perunovich? Yeah, well, I. I look at it now, the, the alpha males offensively for us, quite honestly, are, are Saad and Buchnevich and Kairu and Thomas. And I don't think anyone had those four as, as the, the lead horses uh, at a camp. And I think what that does is that, that now primes the, the guys that are norm- our previous lead horses to get up and running and compete with these guys for offensive ice time. But it also lets us know that the future – uh, th- there is some future here, and I talked to Shenner about that a while ago. That uh, when you when you sign a a long term commitment, you, a you're doing it to take care of yourself, financial, all those other things. But you wanna you wanna be part of a program that has some some sustainability. And right now, I think with Cairo, with Thomas, with Sod, with Booch, uh, with with Prunovich coming, I think Mikola has played good. Not not that these guys are going to the Hall of Fame or anything, but they're going to allow us to stay competitive and we talk to ownership like we've had a nice 12 year run our goal is to take it to 15 then when you get to 15 you take it to 18 you know at sometimes uh it doesn't last forever but uh i'm not going to live forever either so i just want it to last for a while <laughs> so you're planning your life insurance policy based on based cba on contracts and how that works i understand how that goes um but to, to that end do you i i felt going into this season when you have when you built a team as deep as this team is and can be when fully healthy, one of the real keys to the success is going to be: Will the different players be able to accept the roles that develop over the course of a season because of things as you just said, the continued growth of Kyrie Thomas, Saad leading the team and go that kind of thing? Do you feel that that is still a work in progress? Well, I think one of the things or the main thing that derails a deep team is ego. That's because uh, everybody wants to have depth, but depth comes with shared ice time. Shared ice time comes with shared power play time. It comes with shared time killing games, uh, you know, yep. and it's it's difficult. And, and we saw that, uh, you know, I, I look back to when Tarasenko and Schwartz were trying to elbow their way into the group and, and everybody welcomed them just on somebody else's uh, <laughs> ice time. And, and I really think now it's, it's the, the, the vision that we can have for, our, for our, our veteran players to accept these guys and allow them to grow. It's only going to make their jobs easier. And I think they've done a really good job at it. And that's why I think that we, I believe we're a tight group because the guys are excited with, with uh, what, what Kyrie's been able to do with the start there and what Robert's been able to do, uh, the new guys coming in. And then, and then the depth, I think everyone's excited when a guy like Walker comes up and does what he's doing. Everyone's excited when a guy like Brownie comes up and does what they're doing. But you have to understand that the guys who are out are also taking notice what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. and, and they want to get back in because they know, they know this, is a, this is a business. And uh, that old saying, the king is dead, long live the king. Like, at the end of the day, we're only going to have 23 players, and these guys are fighting to be one of the 23. In general, too, how, how do you look at your coaching staff and how they have handled uh, the adversity as long as, along with some of the changes over the first 26 games? Yeah, I think uh, not as much the adversity as, as the ability to adapt to the personnel of, of how we need to play and what we need to play like uh, or, or what our 
how how we constructed the team was going to be different than how we played in the past and and they've done a really good job of probably a better job than I have of turning a blind eye to the odd turnover <laughs> uh, you know you right. uh and and I I've, I'm really excited to work with these guys I think that they've done a really good job I think our power play has been very good our penalty kill has shown good flashes but still a very positive for us um you know we probably give up more scoring chances that we have in the past because we're gaining more scoring chances also I think there's a uh, a give and a take and our, our goal now is to keep the scoring chances coming and, and eliminate some of them but also it's it's the style of defenseman that we have um, right now we have we have Krug and, and Perunovic playing every night both players under six foot uh, by more than a millimeter or two so <laughs> it's, it's just a different I've style lived my of life that way I understand <laughs> I've never seen the front of a line <laughs> It, it is definitely a chance. Doug, th- thanks for coming on and, and, and continue to go with it. Uh, happy holidays to you, and uh, we'll keep the fun rolling. Thank you. Well, guys, thanks for having me on, and best of uh, holidays to everybody. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.